1: Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk.
0: In this week's episode, we have a special guest returning to help us discuss your spiritual health checkup. What's in your heart?
1: Well, hello, our loyal listeners. So glad you didn't cancel your appointment today and return to continue your physical. Have you all seen the commercial that says, what's in your wallet? Well, today we're asking, what's in your heart? So as discussed, we're going to perform an EKG test today. Don't worry, there's no pain associated with this test. However, it will show us if your heart is beating at a normal rate and strength. If we see any deformities, then that could be a sign of heart disease or damage. So relax and let's take a look. Hmm. So, your heartbeat is good, however, it looks as if you have some scarring around your heart. Let's see where that could be coming from. The Bible tells us in Matthew 15, 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. So, this leads us back to the original question what's in your heart? Because whatever is in your heart, it comes out of your mouth. This is why in a lot of our teachings, you will hear us say, be careful with the words you speak. Because while you think they are just words and harmless, they actually show the true you and can harm you as well as others. This could be the cause of some of that scarring. It's so important that we have a healthy heart, that we speak life and not death, not only into our lives, but into the lives of others. If we call people bad names, we're speaking death to those persons. If we curse, People, we're speaking death to those persons. However, if we encourage people, we're speaking life to those persons. If we give compliments, we're speaking life to those persons. Speak positivity and not negativity. And if treated properly, some of that scarring will go away. It is recommended that when you have a damaged heart, you sometimes have to change your diet by eating more healthier exercise. Some may have to take medication, and then for others, surgery is required. It's the same in the spiritual realm. If we truly want to mend our damaged hearts, we have to eat good fruits of the Spirit, found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. We have to exercise by walking in faith, we have to take our medicine by reading the Bible. In Psalm one o seven twenty, it reads, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So all the heart medication you need can be found in the word. If surgery is needed in Psalm 139, which by the way, is my absolute favorite Psalm and my daily prayer. But let's look at verses 23 and 24. They read, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. When God sees the wickedness in our heart, if we ask, he will lead us performing surgery, creating in us a clean heart. We won't always get it right, but we can work extremely hard to remove the scar tissue from around our hearts. Remember, you are the keeper of your heart. You are the one who can stop bitterness, hatred, unforgiveness, anger, and negativity from living there. So again, what's in your heart? I'll help you with the answer, what's coming out of your mouth? My disciple practitioner will come in and give you additional information and provide biblical medication for your heart.
2: Hello, My name is Alexis. I'm the Disciple Practitioner here So I've looked over your EKG results and the doctor's notes Now I just have a few questions for you Some vital information and biblical medication for your recovery Is that okay? Okay, great When you think and meditate on the words that come out of your mouth To others, about others, to yourself Over your situations, your family, your children, etc What do those words say about the condition of your heart? Are the words you speak from a place of self-righteousness, bitterness, childhood trauma, anger, discouragement, emotional wounds, or impulse? Or are they from a place of healing, love, encouragement, peace, and compassion? Do your words encourage people and build them up, or do you just tear them down because you don't agree with them or their actions? Are your words full of life or death? Now, you don't have to answer these questions today, but I just want you to meditate on them and be completely honest with yourself and with God. Proverbs eighteen twenty one reads, The tongue can bring life or death. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. We have to be so careful with our words. Do you meditate on your thoughts or do you just say the first thing that comes to your mind? Now, I came across this in my devotions earlier this week. There is no worse prison than a heart that refuses to extend forgiveness to others. Louis B. Smead was a renowned Christian author who once said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Powerful, right? As I looked over your results, I noticed there was some bruising around your heart from holding on to unforgiveness. Did you know that this was causing your body and soul more harm than good? Holding on to unforgiveness builds up a wall between us and God. Choosing to truly forgive from your heart will bring you so much freedom, peace, and joy. These are things God always intended for us to have. Forgiveness can heal that bruising and scarring so fast, only if you allow it to. Now, I have some biblical medication for you to meditate on. Matthew 5-7 reads, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. James two thirteen reads, there will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. Matthew 6, 14 through 15 reads, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Matthew 18, 34 through 35 reads, Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father would do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend an eternity in hell to be tortured for harboring unforgiveness in my heart. If God extends forgiveness, grace, mercy, and compassion to us, what gives us the right to withhold that from others? How can we expect God to just have mercy on us for the many sins we have committed against him if we are choosing to operate in plain disobedience? I really need you to meditate on those questions while you recover. Now, I also see you have some pride that is taking root in your heart. Pride says that you don't need God, that you don't have to live by his word and keep his commandments. Pride says you know it all and you refuse to be transformed by renewing your mind. Pride actually hardens your heart and pulls you further away from God. Pride says that you are God. Proverbs 16, 18 reads, Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. In case you don't know what haughtiness means, it's basically arrogance and looking down on others. James 4, 6 reads, and he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So let's be sure that we don't continue operating in pride in order to totally heal your heart damage. Be sure that you are walking in humility, forgiveness, grace, mercy, and compassion the same way God does for us every day. And be sure that you are watching the words that come out of your mouth. If God were to examine the depths of your heart today, what would he find? If you are still unsure of what is stored up and taking place in your heart, invite God in to do further examination. He will reveal these things to you and give you medication that if taken properly, your heart will be healthy and pure before him. That's all for today. Don't forget to schedule your appointment for next week to continue your checkup.
0: As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian education ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett's. Or real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.